for listening to this space cast. Uh, I'm your host, Christy Joy, and this episode is titled uh, Mind versus Heart. So without any further ado, uh, let's just hop right into it, shall we? We shall. All right, so um, Mind versus Heart. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so let's see, where do I begin here? Because this is like one of the biggest keys to alignment that you could ever utilize to unlock the door of personal transformation is just knowing um, when to honor your heart versus when to honor your mind. Um, and I'll give you a hint. <laughs> you always want to honor your heart. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of the way it goes. All right. Well, that's it for the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but how do you do this, right? And and what does that exactly mean, right? Because um, I believe that as a society, we've kind of been conditioned to listen to our minds more than our hearts, and in many ways. I mean, and it and it makes sense um, in in the in the respect that our mind is where logic arises. Our mind is where, um, where things kind of make sense and you can add them up and the heart not, well, I don't know. It's kind of questionable sometimes. Right. Um, however, the thing is though, um, when you begin to follow your heart, it always ends up making sense because that's you honoring your authenticity. So, um, in one way you can look at it as, um, your mind, when you are honoring your mind, um, versus your heart, that you are, you might be doing something because it, it, it sounds right to somebody else or to something else. Um, but following your heart means following your authenticity, your truth. That's within you. Um, however, a, a, a more logical way of looking at it is that when you follow your mind or when you honor your mind, um, your mind will, your mind is what, able, what ugh, <laughs> hello, um, your mind is what enables you to get from point A to point B. It, it takes you from step one to step two in a way that makes sense, logical sense. However, it's your heart that's going to go beyond that. It's your heart that is going to take you into the unknown, essentially. And that's where miracles arise. Anything is possible in, with regards to the heart space. That's, that's another way of looking at it too. That's, and, and you can't say that miracles don't exist because it's in the dictionary for a reason, because <laughs> it does. Anything's possible in life, of course, adhering to the laws of science, right? Um, and that's, that's a big part of, um, well, I guess that's a whole other discussion, but that's, that's a big part of uh, this whole transformational journey. Um, it's a combination Although it's not, it, it, how do I say this? 
this sort of journey of exploration into the heart and the soul and stuff like that, it has a tendency to lend itself to sound very esoteric or um, spiritual or hypothetical or whatever. It sounds hooty tooty (laughs) sometimes, right? Again, that's the brain, though. That's the mind wanting to categorize something, wanting to um, explain something. Well, it's, you know, this, that, and the other. It's, but um, when you're doing it right, it's very much a scientific thing. It's just a little bit abstract, I guess, but it's essentially the heart of science. In many ways, um, spirituality is the complementary essence of quantum physics. Um, now, <laughs> clearly, I'm not a physicist. <laughs> However, the the bits and pieces that I have looked at from that sort of thing correlates very strongly. Um, so the reason why I say that, though, is because uh, it, it's like um, when you follow your heart, it might seem abstract, but that's because you're going quantum. You're going into the realm where it might defy logic initially, but it always ends up making sense somehow. Um, and it's the sort of thing where you, you might be te- like, you might have something that you, 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 you make a choice, for example, right? You make a choice and it seems to completely line up in your mind. So that's kind of what you're used to doing, right? You're used to honoring your mind. So you make that choice and you honor your brain. You honor what your, what your mind is telling you. So you do that thing. Um, but then you end up doing it and for some reason it, it doesn't feel, it it feels, something feels off, right? It makes total sense in your mind, but for some reason it just feels different. You got, and it's like, you can keep, you could talk yourself, you could talk yourself into fall into the mind and say, well, I'm just going to keep doing this thing because it makes logical sense. I'm going to ignore these feelings. And you could do that, but it's not really going to be such a pleasurable outcome for you. And your heart is never really going to be fully in it when you do it that from, from that way. However, you do that thing. Your heart feels like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't know why. My heart's not feeling that thing, but all right, fine. I'm going to honor my heart and do make this choice instead. It doesn't make much sense logically, but I don't know. My heart is kind of like not feeling it. So I'm going to go with what my heart feels and my mind doesn't make sense, but I'm going to continue following my heart. Right? So you continue following your heart. You do that. You do the other choice. You do the heart centered choice and you keep doing it. You ignore the mind for a little bit. Eventually, your mind actually catches on and you realize that it ends up making sense after all. That o- that's always the case. So um, just to, just to uh, retrace what I just said, 
and and you can test this on your own if if you're if you're so if you're so logically inclined give it a shot and i'm telling you this will be proven correct every time have it you have a situation you have two choices one choice it makes logical sense this is this is of course initially initial sort of thing right you have two choices what uh, one choice makes logical sense uh but it doesn't feel right in your heart and you keep doing it keep doing it it's never going to feel right in your heart the other choice it doesn't make so much logical sense initially but it feels right in your heart you keep doing it you keep doing it it's going to end up making logical sense so then it becomes a win-win following your heart right and that's kind of how it goes now the question arises what does that mean how, like how do i do that right how how do i honor my heart that my friend is the question that that <laughs> well i everyone has their own way that so so there's different methods and techniques that you could do um to more accurately honor your heart um meditation is one just one of many ways to recognize that sort of thing um and um yeah it's like uh if and 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 meditation actually is a really great way to arise um at a at a at a solution for things to where like let's say you have a situation of some sort and you have exhausted all of your mental capacities you just can't figure it out you've tried you've tried you've tried you've hit it up at all these different angles and you still don't know um and no matter how much you think about it it just seems like you're going in circles right that that's the time when you got to say you know what my mind does not have the solution here but my heart does how do i listen to my heart i stop listening to my mind and a lot of times when you're in those kind of predicaments it's like your mind is kind of working on overdrive it's just just going 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 and it's like okay um <laughs> can we put this on pause <laughs> yes and that's actually what the solution is so that's when meditation is really um a powerful tool that you can utilize so and all it is really and, and there's different methods and techniques too there's um you can just really you could do it on your own you can just sit in silence and allow all the thoughts to come in that you're having but don't go into them what i mean by that is um it it's like uh how do i explain this <laughs> it's like your mind will be going on a train train ride i guess is one way of looking at it especially when you're trying to figure something out it's like well i don't know think about this yeah but if i if i do this then maybe this and that and the other that yeah but then there's this and then there's that and there's this that that catch yourself stop put that train on pause just <laughs> you get halted for a moment because the train of thought 
goes from one thought to the next thought to the next thought to the next thought. So you just, you just, you just hit the brakes and stop entertaining the thoughts. Start realizing that you're having the thoughts. Oh, that's a thought. That's, and then the more that you, so, so you, you kind of just like, um, you just allow them to pass, but you don't play into their story. So the thoughts are going in your mind like they're creating a storyline, an invisible storyline, a thread. And instead of entertaining that thread and sewing it into your consciousness, you look at it and you recognize, oh, there's a thread happening. Oh, okay. And you, you, you just kind of step out of it. And then the thoughts kind of just pass. And you're not entertaining them. So you give yourself a break. You give your mind the space to just chill. You just kind of let the thoughts go in, let them go out. You don't attach yourself to any of them. You don't thread them into your consciousness. You don't ride that train of this getting to this, which leads to this. You just, you just watch them. More and more, you become the observer. And then at some point, they just kind of dissipate. And you're left there. And if your eyes are closed, then maybe you're seeing colors, maybe you're just seeing darkness. Maybe you're noticing um, little tiny specks of light not sure exactly what you see when your eyes are closed. Everyone sees things differently, I'm sure. But whatever, you start you start becoming more present. You start becoming more aware. You start instead of entertaining the thoughts that are in your mind, maybe you focus on your breathing. That's also another technique, a meditation technique that you could do on your own. So instead of so the first one is just pulling back from your thinking and just allowing that train to ride itself out to the distance until it's gone. The, another technique is to entertain your mind, but in a different direction. So you can count your breath. So that way you're still using your mind initially until you don't need to anymore. So you can consciously breathe in and then count. So you breathe in, count to four, then hold it for two, breathe out, count to four, whatever. Pick, pick whatever numbers you like. Usually you want to do like a hold uh, for a little bit less than the in inhalation and exhalation. So maybe you'll do four, two, four, or a five, three, five, I don't know, whatever, something. Whatever you like, just pick a number and go with it. Yeah, sure, four, two, four, do that or four, three, four, whatever, or 
four, four, four. I don't know. But you, you get the idea. <laughs> you just count. You just count. Count the breath going in and out. And, and so instead of focusing on whatever it is that's going on in your life, you start focusing on what you're doing right now. Focusing on your breath. So that's really just putting you more into the present moment. That's another technique. Another meditation technique that you could do on your own is you can just visualize. You can visualize um, whatever you want. You can visualize light that's cleansing your body, pure light, if you want to do that. Imagine it coming in from the top, going to the bottom, and you can trace every single step. So you can start at, start at the crown and go down, down, down into the face, into the neck, the shoulders, down the arms, into the chest, down, down, down into the legs, to the tips of the toes, out and back up the tips of the toes and the legs, and up the body and all that stuff until it goes out, out, out to the top, top of the head. And then just focus on the visualizations. That's another technique you can do on your own meditating. Um, and um, and then something similar to that technique is um, you could just focus on every part of your body just relaxing itself. So you could start at the top of your head and go down the top of your tip of your toes and just okay, this is relaxing. Okay, this my face is relaxing. Okay, my neck is relaxing. Okay, my all this is relaxing. Just focus, focus, focus on everything. If you, it, it's essentially you're telling yourself this is relaxing. My arms are relaxing. My hands are relaxing. My chest is relaxing. My stomach is relaxing. Legs are relaxing. You know, and stuff like that. And work your way down. Work your way back up. And whatever. And that's that's another technique. So that's those are those are some ways that you can meditate. On your own and utilize your mind to become more aware of the present moment now when you're doing this for yourself at some point when you're using your mind and the meditational tool instead of just allowing the thoughts and detaching from them and you're just focusing on your body or your breath or something like that um, at some point you're gonna get into this kind of trance like trance-like space and you're not really going to need to continue okay um, this is getting you know this is relaxing this is real at some point you're just going to relax at some point the light is going to be filling your body at some point um you're going to kind of like mentally doze off to where you're not going to be counting uh, your breath anymore. It's almost like a, a sleeping wake state, I guess. I'm not exactly sure um, what the actual space. I'm not sure if it's theta that you're. I'm not sure if it's like an in, you're inducing theta. Um, but uh, but anyways, you get into a really relaxed space, and then it's in that space where when you've stopped thinking about everything and you're just being in the moment and it, yeah, it's kind of like you don't want to fall asleep. That's, that's for sure. Um, 
So you just want to, you just want to kind of stay awake um, and aware and alert, uh, but, but just not using your mind. So that, that's something that might take practice, might take practice to get so, um, to get so comfortably numb, I guess is one way of putting it, not to quote the band, <laughs> but you know, you, you, know you're, you just might get so relaxed that it, it might be tempting to doze off, but don't, because that is the exact space where miracles arise. That is the moment that whatever it is, especially now, here's the thing. We want to set an intention that that's the most beautiful thing you could do. So here's the thing, right? Cause this is, this is where your subconscious comes into play. There's other techniques as well. I'm going to get into those. Um, just give me a moment, <clears throat> bear with me. Um, if you will. So, uh, where was I? Oh man, did I lose my train of thought now? <laughs> um, I think I did. Uh, uh, no, not again. <laughs> um, uh, well, train of thought, it was lovely knowing you, but you will be missed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, um, what was I saying? I was saying, yeah, so it's in this space where, um, yeah, you might be tempted to go to sleep. It might be tempting. But actually, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where, um, that's where your the solution will, will, um, spontaneously be evoked. It's in that space. So essentially, yeah, you can use meditation for various reasons. You could use it to just chill out. You could use it to get solutions to things, or you could just use it just because, I don't know. You want to learn how to honor your intuition, honor your heart more. Yeah. Or whatever. Maybe you, maybe you like it. I don't know. <laughs> but at some point, it's like, if you've never meditated before, meditation is a good step. At some point, though, you will recognize that you don't have to sit here and chant OM or you don't have to watch your thoughts and do all this stuff in order to meditate. That your entire life can actually be a, a living, breathing, and walking meditation. And that's kind of like, that's kind of a Zen space to be real. <laughs> but okay, but getting back to the thing I was saying about setting intentions. So here's the thing, right? Let's say you're trying to solve some sort of thing. You're trying to reach some sort of solution about whatever. And you've been, you know, utilizing your mind and, and trying and trying and trying. And, and you're just coming up with rope. No matter how much you think about this thing, you just can't find the solution. It just doesn't come to you. And you're a smart person. You know how to get solutions. <laughs> but some, for whatever reason, you just can't figure this thing out, right? What do you do then? You set the intention that the answer will come to you. That simple. And you trust. And then you do the meditation. And you forget about the intention. You forget about thinking. You, you detach from all of that. You become insanely present. 
and you're just aware of your body. You're aware of just being here now. You detach from your thoughts. You, you, you focus on your breathing. You focus on the light. You focus on being more relaxed. Whatever it is, whatever technique you want to do. That's only that's now. That's if you're doing the meditation on your own. But whatever, do that. And every time, the moment that you feel like you're ready to go to sleep, but you force yourself to stay awake. That's the moment where your subconscious gets you the solution. Every time. The moment you forget is the moment you remember. Every single time. And that's how you can utilize meditation as more than just a technique to um, to enjoy silence. <laughs> you know, you can, you can actually utilize it for something beneficial um, and productive in your day-to-day life. So there's there serves a purpose. You could have it serve a purpose other than just to um, relax or whatever. And now there's other techniques for meditating. The ones I explained to you are ones that you, you could do on your own. You could also do um, a guided meditation. And that's like, you know, someone's talking or whatever. They're saying whatever they're saying and yada yada. There's, there's all different kinds of meditations um, that you could utilize, guided meditations, and they all serve different purposes. And um, those can be really effective as well, depending on the intention of the the meditation itself. Um, And there's also power in numbers too. If you're doing a guided meditation with other people, you can feel an energy. It's really strong. It's um, It's really beautiful experience. And I highly recommend if you haven't tried that ever before to, to do that at, at least one point in your life. Um, allow yourself the opportunity to relax into that state of consciousness with other people. It's a really wonderful experience. Um, so there's that option, a guided meditation. So you have self-meditation, you have a guided meditation. Um, there's also, a, I'm not sure exactly how you would describe it, uh, but it's like a, a frequency-based meditation. So um, there's like the uh, there's like so uh, how do you pro- I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Solfreggio frequencies, I believe, is how you pronounce solfreggio. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> um, I'm not a pronunciation expert. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> um, but there's different um, binaural beats. That's what it is. yeah, binaural beats. Um, so you can do like a binaural beats meditation. And um, so there's, uh, it's been, so I'm not exactly sure if this is like scientific, scientific, bleh, 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 excuse me, I can speak. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly if this has been scientifically proven or not. I think it has. Um, yeah, I mean, there's different, like, um, there's different frequencies to um, alignment. Um, but there's, uh, I'm not sure, if the, actually, I'm not sure if this is a theoretical thing or an actually scientifically proven thing. So um, my apologies for not having that information now. But um, there is different frequencies that you can utilize to meditate with. Um, and oftentimes, like, it's binaural beats, it's uh, solfreggio frequencies, different things. So it's like, um, like 428 megahertz 
uh, I think is said to be the frequency of love. And uh, it's either 428 or 528. I'm not sure. But there's different, there's different, yeah, so uh, it's either one of those two numbers. It's something 28 or 4 or 5. (laughs) But there's different frequencies that are supposedly, um, they have different qualities that they can inspire within your body. Like, uh, and, and, uh, and, and that kind of gets into the realm of sound healing, um, which is a very real um, method uh, for uh, not only for relaxation, but also for, um, yeah, for quieting the mind, but it's very therapeutic as well. Um, and that you can, you can go to like a sound bath for that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, the sound bath, um, there's people with uh, singing bowls, crystal, crystal singing bowls. And each, each bowl is, a, uh, it's, it's tuned to a certain frequency. Um, and each frequency correlates with a various chakra. Um, but I, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other space cast. I can get a lot into that sort of thing, but basically, um, and there's, there is a lot of scientific evidence behind this sort of thing. Um, but basically there's a, it's, it's, it's a lot of what the, um, Eastern traditions, like a TCM traditional Chinese medicine and those sort of things rely upon. It's, um, like acupuncture and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, getting back on track. So, um, so yeah, you can do a self-guided meditation. Um, you can do, uh, a, uh, a, an other a guide so you could do a self meditation you could do a guided meditation you could do um which and the guided meditations always or usually i think yeah they have some sort of intention behind it usually yeah other than to just simply relax um and then you could do yeah you could do like a, a sound healing sort of like a sulfregial frequency or some sort of some sort of frequency on the megahertz which correlates with a chakra, an energy, point of energy within your body. Yeah, you could do like a sound healing kind of meditation sort of thing. Um, And if you're going to go that route, um, I definitely recommend mm, to stay off of uh, the internet for that. If you can't, like don't go on YouTube or whatever. Because, well, yeah you can't really trust everybody that has um meditations and stuff it you have to be kind of careful with uh like guided when you here's the thing um yeah you want to be careful with uh where you go when you're seeking uh meditations outside of yourself just be mindful be mindful of the source and um Make sure that it aligns with your heart and your soul and make sure you know, sometimes it's a trial and error basis, but um, because people, well, there's different intentions that can be put into meditation. So you have to just be really mindful of that. You have to be careful, to be honest. So, um, so that's why I always recommend just doing it yourself, doing it yourself, um, just paying attention to your thoughts and then allowing them to just be something you observe rather than something you attach yourself to, to because, or a sound bath is always safe. I'd say pretty much. Yeah. 
you go to a sound bath or something like that. Um, but yeah, when you're doing guided meditations or um, if you are seeking, um, you know, some, somebody, somebody that facilitates some sort of meditation on a certain frequency or st- something like that, those are the ones you've got to be, be a little bit careful about, to be honest. Um, so yeah, just, just something to be aware of. Um, but anyway, so meditation, whichever route you go, um, maybe just keep it simple and do it yourself, but whatever. It's something that, um, but also, um, I guess it's funny. Like, um, I, I do remember hearing or reading something like years ago and it said something about how, um, like, guided meditations or like having training wheels on a bicycle. <laughs> I don't know how true that is to be honest. Cause sometimes you just don't want to do the work yourself. You want someone else to do it for you. There's nothing wrong with that. Let someone else, let someone else guide the meditation instead of you, you know, Oh, I'm going to focus on my head and then I'm going to focus. Let someone else do that. And you just relax, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I'm not trying to like scare you into like, oh no, who's doing this meditation? But, um, but yeah, just, I guess the, the, the main piece of advice I would say is just do not, uh, do not go on popular YouTube channels that say, oh, okay, this is a 528 megahertz and this is going to activate your heart, bring you this, that, that, and they're going for like hours. Just don't trust those. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I just know, um, they're just, they're not good for you, to be honest. Um, but other than that, you can kind of like, you can find other resources and, um, yeah. Um, but, uh, what else was I going to say? So yeah, those are, I was going to say something else that I forgot, but, um, but yeah, meditation is just like one technique for honoring your heart. Um, and yeah, oh, oh, and there's one more technique that I thought of um, that you can do on your own. You could like um, inhale, uh, you can like, like uh, it, it kind of correlates with the idea of counting your breath. So you can just kind of be like, I'm inhaling um, optimism and I'm exhaling beauty or something like that. You can pick words that inspire you. And so when you are breathing in, you could say, okay, I'm, you can just repeat this. Oh yeah, that's right. Mantras. That's right. Yes. That's another technique you can utilize on your own is, uh, you could do mantras. Now this really isn't going to be solution oriented. Well, it could be, it could be, but, um, yeah, I guess, I guess I, well, I'll just mention it just for funsies, but yeah, you can do a meditation where it's like, um, let's say you want to try to reprogram your mind. Um, to realize something that, um, I don't know, let's say you're feeling insecure about something and want to feel confident. You can, you can do a meditation where you just keep saying over and over, I am confident, I am confident, and you just kind of just say that over and over in your head and just allow that to kind of sink into your subconscious mind. So you're kind of just, you're just kind of doing a, a, your own attempt at a program. But again, this is these meditation is just one aspect to where you can align with your heart, and um, and kind of step away from the logical 
sense of the brain wanting to try to figure things out. Now, another technique, another method um, to utilize to uh, follow your heart is, uh, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought, really? <laughs> Again? <laughs> um, so yeah, meditation is one way you could follow your heart. Um, what is the other way I was going to say? I just got so much into meditation that I totally lost my train of thought again. <laughs> that never happens. That's odd. <laughs> when has that ever happened before? <laughs> well, well thought. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> um, what else was I saying? What else is there to follow your heart? Really, meditate. Silence your mind. Really. I think I was going to mention something about how um, when you go to sleep, maybe, no, that's another way to, uh, reprogram your mind though. Like, um, you can set an intention before you go to bed. See, the thing is, is these sort of techniques, which, um, which align you with your heart are all really just about, um, kind of, uh, if you want to look at it from a logical state, it's. It's really just tapping into your subconscious. So, um, so you can basically, yeah, you can utilize, and and this can help you also. Yeah, this can help you follow your heart. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? Your subconscious is coming from a space from beyond the logical mind. So, um, and and what, and that's also a lot of times what happens when you are uh, transforming your life. What you're doing, essentially, when you're when you're um, aware that you are, you know, you're you're purposefully transforming your life. You're purposefully um, shifting your your way of thinking or whatever your way of being. Um, what you're doing really is essentially just like um, you're honoring your subconscious. You're allowing that to take over. And your subconscious is, is a function of your heart. The logic is the mind and the subconscious is the heart. That's another way of looking at it. So it's like, um, and, and this is something which your mind will love to hear, is you can actually utilize your subconscious to think for you. That's essentially what following your heart is in one way of looking at it. It's letting your subconscious Oh yeah, because when you're healing, what you're doing is you're making the subconscious conscious. You're realizing like a patterned way of behaving or something like that, and that it no longer serves because of a pattern you're experiencing in your life. So you're making the subconscious conscious, and that's how you're expanding your conscious awareness. Because what what was a blind spot, what was in the unknown, is becoming known, and so you're able to transform it and um, align more deeply with who you are. So when you follow your heart, that's aligning more deeply with who you are also. Um, well, that, that, I mean, that's essentially what life is really. It's, and, and the state of alignment is all about following your heart. Um, but yeah, so meditation is one way, but you can also utilize sleep for the same thing. So let's say, um, getting back to the whole, um, issue of if there's something you're trying to figure out, you've been thinking, thinking, thinking. And it's just not, you just don't know, right? It's not, it's not coming to you for whatever reason. So what do you do? 
What do you do then? If it's not coming to you, you set an intention. That's right. That's the same thing you do with the, with the meditation. If, if you're utilizing meditation as a source for getting an answer to a solution or getting a solution, an answer, a solution, whatever, figuring out something, you set that intention, you let it go. You could do that and you can utilize your sleep. When you go to bed at night, as you're dozing off and your mind starts to kind of drift, you could set an intention then. Or you can set an intention before you go to bed. Usually, like, before you go to sleep, the last thing you, you can be, like, sometimes you can just do stuff before you go to bed just to help you kind of, like, doze off and whatever. You just kind of, like, mind-numbing sort of things, right? But you can also be productive when you sleep. And so what you can do is you can um, think about whatever it is you're trying to figure out. And you can say, okay, I'm going to figure out the solution to this while I'm sleeping. And then maybe as you're dozing off, you can tell that to yourself. I'm going to figure out the solution to this while I'm sleeping. I'm going to figure out the solution to this while I'm sleeping. Just fall asleep. See what happens. Maybe it works, maybe not. But yeah, you can you and but and and here's the thing: the solution might come to you in a different way. You have to be willing to kind of step outside of the box. But it's it's um, it's these kinds of ways where you're just learning to honor yourself. You're learning to honor your heart, and. You don't have to necessarily be trying to figure something out. But that's one that's one way to utilize your heart to reach a solution to something that you haven't been able to solve with your mind. Another way to follow your heart is to honor your intuition. And the intuition is that voice, that that impulse that arises from within you and it's like tells you oh, okay I, gotta, I should have done this you don't listen to it you usually you 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 uh, discover what your intuition is by when you're not listening to it <laughs> it's like oh I should have listened to that what is that that's your intuition that's coming from your heart it's coming from within you and that's where you can reach the solutions to things all the time I mean and some and that's always going to guide you um, but those are those are just some techniques to honor your heart more. But and and the, and but essentially, you know how to honor your heart. I don't have to give you these techniques. These are just a few ideas. These are just a couple of ideas um, that you can add to your practice. It's essentially a practice. I I it's you know it's like. Um, so much in life is geared towards figuring things out. But again, you know, when you figure things out, you're going to get from point A to point B. You're going to get in, you're, you're, you're in your comfort zone, essentially. When you're honoring your heart, you're kind of stepping outside of that. You're stepping into unknown. You're having the courage to just 
take a leap into light and surrender and to see where it leads you. And you really don't know. You don't know what that looks like. But that's, that's where miracles come from, like I said earlier. That's where, that's where it all is. And that's just for you. These, these different ideas and techniques for following your heart is just for you. Now, how do you follow your heart with regards to life for everyone? Again, that's, that's all about cleansing your lenses of perception. This is recognizing that, that yeah, there's, there's definitely a cognitive reality, quote unquote reality, right? There's an observable experience that your mind is interpreting and translating and sharing. And there's also an energetic experience as well. There's a feeling to life. There's a state of being, always. It's a flow. Stream of consciousness is one way of describing it. But it's this energy that's the life force frequency that animates your flesh and bones. But that's just one version of it, it uh, appearing as you. Everyone and everything has their own version of this energy that encapsulates everybody and everything. And that energy is what is, is, is what lead it's, it's inside of your heart. That's what your heart is beating to the rhythm of is that your soul. That's your version of a life force frequency. That's infinite eternal being where anything's possible. So, the less you use your mind for making choices in life, the more you honor your heart, the more that you are aligned with your life force frequency not only that, but because that life force frequency is within everyone and everything, you're tapping into infinite intelligence. And it's an experiential sort of experience, experiential sort of thing, <laughs> experiential sort of experience, 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 experience. But you know, it's, it's something that you can only realize. It's something that only arises from within you. You can't sort it through. You can't figure it out. You can't um, create a list or a checklist or, you know, whatever. It's, it's just something that you just know. That's your intuition. And everyone has their own version of that, just like everyone has their own version of everything. And I gave you some ideas for your own ways of meditating on your own. And you might come up with your own versions. 
the point is to just detach from yourself and from life and from thoughts to realize that the thoughts that pass through your mind are not yours. They don't own you. You have a choice. You have a choice as to whether or not you want to honor the thoughts, whether or not they really optimize the totality of existence, whether they're aligned for the greater good of all. And you can know that and you can choose to disregard any thought that isn't aligned with unconditional love and light, which doesn't honor the beauty and the magic and the miracle of this <laughs> physical experience that we, this phenomenon that we're blessed to share together. Whatever doesn't, whatever doesn't align with that, get rid of it. And regardless of how long you have honored that thought, tell it to take a hike and find a new one to replace it in your mind. That's the path. It's like, here's the thing, right? <clears throat> we as human beings are meaning making machines. There's no meaning to anything. At, at the ex existent, ex <laughs> existential, <laughs> at the existential level of life, nothing has meaning. It just is. You are just you. What are, who are you? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Who are you? Who am I? This is me. How do I describe that? I don't know. There's no description. You can't describe yourself in words. And if you're being honest about life, you can't describe anything with words. Everything is just there. We put the words in. Humans created language. Humans created language. Things existed before language. So if you really want to get the solution to anything, language can only get you so far. Energy, frequency, vibration is timeless. Humans did not create that. Humans are a part of that. There's a difference. There's a power in that. Yeah, one way of describing it is, okay, yeah, I'm honoring my heart. Oh, that's so pretty. Yeah. That's, that's a really sweet way of saying it. But let's get real here. Humans are not the end-all be-all of existence. So put your ego in check, baby. Because, yeah, the mind can only go so far. Words can only go so far. Words are limiting. Because we are limited creatures in physical form. Energy is unlimited. That's why meditation or tapping into your heart brings you miracles, brings you the solution 
aligns you more powerfully and deeply in your life in every possible way. Because you're getting beyond the humanly limitations of the monkey mind. And you're getting into the essence of existence itself. The soul of you and the soul of everyone and everything. The energy, the frequency, the vibration of, of life. The thing that you cannot put into words, but you feel it every moment. It's there. It's there. You know it is. You can't deny that. You can't deny that everything has an energy to it. You know when things feel right. You know when things feel off. You know that. Trust that more than you trust your mind. And that's going to get you everything in life. That's going to bring you all the solutions. It's always going to put you on the right path. Because sometimes your mind can be wrong. Because it's limited. But your heart that's tapped into that life force frequency is always correct. Because it's tapping into that unlimited aspect that you, that you are sprouting from but the thing that connects everyone and everything. Because again, humans invented words. Humans invented language. But things existed before humans. Things existed before language. Things existed before words. And everything that exists after humans still has that quality still has that reality that energetic purity to it which is the origination of it the essence of it that goes beyond words everything and everyone has that because energy is neither uh, created nor destroyed everything has that we live in a vibrational realm That's why everything that occurs on the surface level, the experiences that you're having in the trajectory of your life, they shift and transform to match your state of being, to match your state of awareness, your alignment. Because essentially what you're experiencing is, is a perceptual illusion of your conscious awareness, your ability to receive the information through your mind and to translate it into words But if you can step outside of yourself, then you can really embrace, embody, and recognize more and more the existential space of just being, the energy, the frequency, the, the truth, which goes beyond words. heart and soul of life. And the more that you're able to do that through detachment to the mind, through detachment of the words that you are subscribing to, the language, 
the thoughts. Get to the essence. Go within. Put your hand on your heart and feel that love. That love is wisdom. That love is where intuition arises. That love that you feel, that's your soul, that's your energy, that's you. And that's within everyone and everything. That is what life is, essentially. Life is love. That's why your intuition is always spot on. That's why your subconscious always has the keys and the solutions to everything. And that's why when you are incarnated into physical form and the life force energy animates your flesh and bones, it's measured in your heart. And you feel that with love. Because that's the truth of you. And that's the truth of everyone and everything, each and every moment. That's the space of unlimited possibilities and potential. That's where you step out outside of the box of the mind and into the realm of infinity, into the realm of life. That's honoring the flow of existence of everyone and everything, the infinite intelligence, the state of being, which uh, uh, pre, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Pre, pre whatever, the, the state of existence or state of being that was there before language, you're tapping into that. That's love. That's that frequent, that's life force. That's energy of creation. That's where everything, all the answers are, all the possibilities are beyond the mind. because you're tapping into that infinite intelligence, because you're tapping into the space that exists before word or existed before words, you're tapping into the collective consciousness, however you want to describe it. But when you embody that, that energetic state, just simply being of nothingness of everything, That's, that's the key to life. And yeah, you can do that by meditating. You can do that by setting an intention before you go to sleep. Or you could do that wherever you are. You can be anywhere and do this. If 
if you practice, if you want to, if you choose to, all you have to do is just detach from yourself, from your idea of who you are, from the thoughts that you have about yourself, from the thoughts that you have about others and everyone and everything. Detach. Don't play into them. So you can be hand-washing dishes and just feel the water or take a shower or something. Not, not everyone hand-washes dishes. <laughs> so that's kind of... But you, you can be brushing your teeth or brushing your hair. Well, not everyone has hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone takes showers. You could be taking a shower. <laughs> okay? But you could be, yeah, you could be in the shower washing yourself or whatever in the bath. You could do whatever it is with mindfulness. So you can do whatever it is that you're doing and, and still be lost in your mind. Or you can be present. If you're if you're washing your hands, for example, you can really focus on the water, how that feels on your hand. How does the soap feel between your fingers? What's the sensations that you're noticing? What's the temperature? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it lukewarm? You can feel the clothes that you're wearing on your body. Are you wearing a short sleeve shirt? What's the sensation of the sleeves touching your arm? What's the sensation of the sleeves touching your shoulders? What's, how loose is the shirt? How tight is it? What's the air feel like where you are right now? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it lukewarm? Someone, you know, some, is it humid? Is it dry? The more present you are in yourself or whatever it is that you're doing, the more you're able to kind of practice listening to your soul, to yourself. So yeah, you can sit in meditation. You can set an intention when you go to sleep. Or you can practice getting out of your mind and the analyzation of it, of everything and everyone, and practice just being present right now. Be the observer of existence, of your life, of everything, without judgment, without ideas, without justifications, without language. Just look, just see feel, hear, listen, touch, get into the, the purity of, of your senses, of perception, without the mind, and flow more with light. And you'll automatically be in your heart space. 
because you're just becoming one with everything. The mind, again, will only get you so far. The mind keeps you in your comfort zone of what makes sense. But life is not about staying in your comfort zone. Life is always growing and expanding. It's always optimizing itself. A part of that growth and expansion sometimes is uncomfortable. And that's okay. Because it becomes comfortable. At some point. And then you realize you've got to grow again, and then you get to get uncomfortable again. It's just, it's just this Pandora's box of, of growth and expansion of going in these like, um, circles of bubbles of just movement of optimization of life. So getting back to what I started this space cast with is saying how sometimes something might make logical sense in the mind, but it doesn't make sense in your heart, or it doesn't feel right in your heart. That's why it's never going to feel right. Because your mind has a limited capacity, inherently because of language. Language was created by limited creatures. But existence is unlimited. And the energy of it has always been there. That's why when you follow your heart, it might not make sense at first, but it always will end up making sense. Because you're tapping into the frequency of absolute creation, just through your heart. And the reason why you're doing that, the reason why that's true, is because your heart is the tool that we utilize to measure whether or not you're alive. And what 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 is what does it mean to be alive? That means to have a life force, an energy. That's what a lot, being alive is having an energy that animates your flesh and bones. That's measured in your heart. Love is our greatest capacity to understand reality at a real, true, absolute level. Love really is the solution to everything. Not just because it feels good. <laughs> that's just a, that's just a, a, a benefit of it. It is good in the purest sense of the word. Not in a judgmental right or wrong version, but in absolute truth, yeah. Love is good. Love always wins. Love always prevails. And love is the most powerful frequency, the most powerful thing, the most powerful emotion in the entire universe. And that's why. 
because it's in that life force energy. You're tapping into the life force energy. Of, of, it's called life force energy. Energy force of life. Before words. Before humans could put their minds and touch it. Try to analyze and try to sort it through the, our meaning-making machines of the monkey mind. Before all of that, everything is there already. So the mind does serve purposes, yes. Words. But when it comes to light, making choices, direction and guidance, no. The map is in your heart. Your GPS is your love. And your the trajectory of your life experience is your journey, it's your exploration into the heart into the soul, into the energy, the frequency, the life force of existence. And the mind is there to support you on your path. And the best way that it can do so is when you turn it inside out. And you start honoring what you're feeling. You start honoring heart and soul. Do that. You honor the love that's inside you. Instead of honoring the thoughts and ideas that are outside. The limited thoughts and the words. Don't subscribe to words. They're not there to to, to move you life. They're not there to rule over you. They're there to support you. You're there to be in charge of life. You're there to be in charge of your existence. You're there to be empowered in the authenticity of And there's no words to define that. So don't let your mind fool you into believing otherwise. Honor your heart and soul. Honor the love and the beauty and the miracle of that for which you really truly are. And your mind will figure it out when it's supposed to. Life is not a solution to be sorted through. It's not something to be figured out. With regards to your own existence, life is not, it's not, it's not a problem to be solved. It's an experience to be shared. That's why we're all here together. So yeah, the more that, that you align 
your heart and soul about others. You know, every, everything's aligned with that. And then, and then the mind can serve in a proper way. It can serve what's inside instead of what's outside. It can serve the permanent state of being as opposed to the temporary going to trans change. it for today's space cast so um yeah thank you <laughs> uh thank you so much for listening um if you have any uh thoughts ideas questions or whatever um yeah feel free to send me a message and um yeah i guess that's it uh so yeah follow your heart <laughs> and uh, yeah thank you so much for listening um i hope you are having a wonderful day night 